Say a few words, Eric. Hello. That's that's one word, but all right. Michael. Hey, what's up? Something. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing just fine. Actually, I got my dog tag from Epic for something I did for them. So. Cool. What? It's getting getting good. Oh, what? A dog tag? What? I don't even have a dog tag. That's okay. Let's just say it's number 282 out of 500 ever made. So. Really? Rub it in some more there. That's nice. It's not an Xbox One, but whatever. Yeah. I it's think I'm just going to use this as the intro what? to the show. What do y'all think? You're good. It's a good way to start the show. Welcome to Xbox, or to the <laughs> Xbox community. My name is Dustin. I'll be your host. Uh, we're followed in with Eric, as you heard. What's going on, Eric? Good. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, this is how we're going to start the show from now on. Bullshit. <laughs> draft. That's right. This is how we do it. Uh, go. What's going on, Michael? I know I'm you got your fucking dog fine. tag. Yeah. Oh, well, this show is going to be a little bit different, guys, from what we normally record. Uh, to be honest, I've been helping my parents move into a new house. Everybody's been real busy. Uh, Eric dropped the reins today, but we're going to make up for that tonight. <laughs> oh, oh we're going to do God. a rapid-fire podcast, guys. It's going to be rapid-fire. So I'm going to go through the news, of course, and we're still going to have what you've been playing and everything else. But uh, we're going to probably expect this podcast. I'm going to okay. roughly probably an hour to hour and a half. I don't think it'll be that so it'll actually be a normal podcast, honestly. But, you know, we're, we're, we're going to, if it is a little short, I apologize. It's just been a really busy week for everybody. Uh, so, Michael, I take it, as we've heard, still no Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I Hopefully I have a job by the end of Monday. So awesome. I'll be able to start the process and saving up for that. And, and hopefully, then, hopefully it's a job at Epic Games, and that yeah. would be amazing. And then so, we won't be able to listen to you about anything involving Epic at all. So, Michael, Michael, so you're saying that there's a chance. We got yeah. an insider. So, Michael, tell me what the Epic's version of Tetris is like. <laughs> well, when the blocks exploded, turned to small... Oh, look at that. We just confirmed Tetris from Epic. That's oh right. That's how we're going to do our news, folks, from now on. Breaking. All the music is remixes of Marcus screaming stuff. Yes. Dom, go! <laughs> I can Revive me, Oh my god, it's just cheating the system. Plug that hole! It's just cheating the system. And you know what? You know what else is cheating the system? Titanfall players on PC. Oh, Titanfall okay. cheaters will be placed in a pool with other cheaters. Did y'all hear about this news? Yeah, it's of course. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Fucking awesome. It was double so rockstar of Max Payne there last with year. Aimbots. Yeah, it, it's smart. Like it's like, oh, well, yeah. you know, it's an always online game. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna fuck with you. You can get to keep playing, but you know what? You're gonna play with cheaters. You're not gonna play with normal folk. It's gonna yeah, be the so assembly use... of the assholes. Yeah, the, the Wimbledon of aimbots, as they described it themselves, which is pretty interesting. I, I'd love to see a YouTube video of that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, see see which one's the best that you paid for. You know. But it's, you know, uh, I'd assume that this is based on telemetric data that they've gotten throughout the server usage. And They said it's theory. based on Battlefield 4 technology. Of, hmm. uh, what is this thing? Uh, Fair Fight is the Right, right, right. Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I'd assume that it's it's going to serve as a basis for what the Xbox One plans were in terms of like, you know, your poor reputation players. So you're going to get matches that are poor reputation players. It's yeah, you know, they're they're starting to roll that out this week if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, it'll be nice to get those fuckers out of the room and have them in their own little thing. Now, as of right now, I don't think there is actually any cheating on the Xbox One version. Like they haven't really seen it. But the PC version, people are kind of going all over the place with it. Uh, hopefully it stays away from the Xbox One version, and you won't have to deal with any of that at all. But, you know, the game sold really good. You know, GameStop's happy. They hauled yeah, over $3.68 billion dollars during the holiday, you know, and I can't imagine what they're doing with Titanfall. But, like, GameStop overall, see, that's a segue. See how I did that? It's yeah, awesome. It's I'm getting solid. better. Getting better. Y'all can thank your local podcast for that. Uh, but GameStop reported earnings today for its financial fourth quarter, ending February 1st. And the results were largely positive. The Xbox One and PlayStation 4 launches in November helped GameStop quarterly revenue reach $3.68 billion, up 3.4% year over year. Uh, pretty so pretty much, good. they're doing really good. Comparable sales rose 7.8% compared to last year. According to GameSpot CEO, or stop, not spot. I'm fucking that shit up. Uh, close enough. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Like their names are just too close. It messes with you. You put the T and the P, and you got it, man. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Like the big kind of news was is digital wasn't kicking off like some people thought it was. A lot of people are still going into store to pick up games, which I think is kind of a no shit like logic to it, but. I'm going all digital. I am definitely not going to have any physical games this generation. It is so convenient not having any. Just being able to go Xbox, play Titanfall, and it just does it. I hate getting off my ass now. I'm a lazy <laughs> son of a bitch. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Your Xbox Steam does that lazy. to you, man. That's funny. Any sort of like digital storage system will do that to you. Yeah. I blame Eric. <laughs> You can try. No, I just do. I don't have to uh, try. I can. I mean, it's not <laughs> if I'm right or wrong, but, you know, that's a different question. But, you know. Uh, but, you know, it's whatever. You know, sometimes you just can't get along. Like how Microsoft won't let Xbox One and PC do cross-platform. So there's the War Thunder dev. <laughs> Uh, the Xbox One is technically capable of supporting cross-platform play, but Microsoft is not currently allowing it, according to War Thunder developer, Gajan Entertainment CEO Anton... I cannot pronounce your last name, good sir. Microsoft is not allowing cross-play completely, which means... I don't know what completely means. And it cannot be on the Xbox One. I would never think that they would anyway. Well, they've tried it before. They've tried it multiple times. And every time the PC has a big enough advantage that it's not fun for the people playing console games. I mean, it's it's rough, you know? Well, you could add, like, mouse and keyboard support, right? But that doesn't mean everybody on the Xbox is going to use the mouse and keyboard. But, alright, here's a good uh, example, just to throw it out there. Like, Diablo 3's coming. I know it's only in yeah. being developed. They, they haven't, they haven't announced. They, it's the they came out and said, "We're developing Diablo 3 for Xbox One, but we're not sure if we're going to release it because we got this contract with Sony saying we're only releasing on PlayStation." But we are developing it. 
but it might not be released. So, you know, Diablo 3 is coming. However, why, like, if you were, if me and you were competing in Diablo 3 and I was on PC and you were on console, I am able to click this fucking little mouse way much faster than you. Actually, bunch of shit. actually, people are I saying think I that could destroy you. on Diablo 3, though, they were saying that it was going to be much better on the console than the PC, surprisingly. Well, the marketplace and stuff, I'd agree with that. But when it comes Even to being able to do, which is like, retarded. Jason has the mouse, the uh, the gaming mouse that has, like, the 80 buttons on the side of it with yeah. all the macros and all, all that the shit. There's no way you can compete with that. Like a, a controller, you just can't. He has like 50 buttons on his mouse. I mean, you're just sitting there like da 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 da. You can do like 30 of your moves. There, the is, there is no competitive play in Diablo 3 yet, so it doesn't really matter. Well, I understand, but like if you're trying to grief somebody, I guess you could do it if you're getting all the kills before anybody can touch it. But it's just an example. Like, I, I just don't think it, it's just never worked. I don't think it's ever worked well. Between console and PC. War Trying Thunder to play the, at the same time. War Thunder is on PS4 right now, or it's coming out on PS4? Yeah. I think it's still coming out. I'm no, not sure if it's released out. yet. And and they're doing cross-platform play then. So I guess we'll figure out how it sacks up when it, that happens. Yeah. Eh, whatever. It's, it's a free-to-play game, so it's, you know, yeah. it, it, it's up to the company developing it for the system to take the loss that a poor... A poor response is right. And that's how mm-hmm. that's that's sort of the, the big thing about free to play games is that if they don't, if they don't take off, if they don't get the the payments from the in game store that they need to stay afloat, then it's you know it, it's a really wasted venture for the mm-hmm. company that brings it to that to that system. So if it comes out that you know it kind of sucks play the game on the PS4 because you know a PC player will dominate you, then you know people aren't going to play it, and then people are going to demand it to be you know separate play. Yeah fields again so but yeah i mean you're right michael but i don't know microsoft's tried it multiple times and just every single time it hasn't worked out i can understand why they're a little strict on it i can understand the other side of the fence too where it's like hey the community's gonna be like 10 times larger if you allow everybody to play together which in all honesty a larger community always makes the fun a lot or make the game a lot more fun um but let's let's get into the news that Michael has been waiting for. Yes. Let's, this is this is kind of Michael's thing. And if you don't know, Michael's our resident killer instinct expert. Yes. Even he's never played, played the game. Never played the game. How can you know that's just ridiculous? He's our true. resident expert. And do you want to go over the next story, Michael? I, of I like, course. I feel, so, I feel like I should give you the rings. <laughs> thanks. Uh, middle of this week. Uh, on Polygon is the, the, the place that they gave to Polygon and Killer Instinct have actually been doing pretty well together um, there's a big article about A, we got the Fogor release trailer B, we got the release date of Fogor Lobby Systems and Arcades which is April 9th and the sort of the big thing that the new developer of Killer Instinct is going to be Iron Galaxy Studios so I'll, I'll start with the trailer first wow um, Fogor looks awesome I'll say it right out of the gate. And second of all, the music is probably my favorite track in Killer Instinct. And I've only heard the two minutes of it that we have in the trailer. And that's mostly because it's music that I like. It's it's very much so like um like two bands that are very aptly named for being Fulgore based, Machine Head and Fear Factory. 
which are perfect names for a robot in a giant factory. It, it, like, but seriously, if um, the Fear Factory is something like Demanufacture or uh, 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 Fear Factory in general, if you listen to some of their songs and listen to the Fulgore theme, it's gonna be very, you're going to go, wait a second, did, did Mick Gordon just like control C, control V this music? It sounds very similar. But um, additionally, we saw you know the lobby support, which people have wanted, and it seems to be doing what people want, which is good. And we saw arcade mode, which who knows what that who knows who knows what that's going to be? It's going to be very traditional, very traditional fighting games, from what we can tell. Um, and then April 9th, got delayed a little bit. Okay, you know it's only nine days. It's not that big of a deal in the long run. Um, but the big thing was Iron Galaxy Studios taking over the franchise. And I'm so half and half about this. Because on the one hand, Iron Galaxy has a reputation for developing very good fighting games or more specifically porting good fighting games. Um, well, I think the what for- they're super well known for, though, is because I was watching a lot of Maximilian videos about this because he's super mm-hmm. excited. Uh, it's not that they're just porting, but their online code is like, Fucking bar, not the, the best. Yeah, and the net code's amazing for the their fighting games. Yeah. That it had probably the best net code of the, any next generation game, and in, in is going is hard to stack up to. Um, and the the thing is, is that the only the only original game that that Iron Galaxy has made, as far as I can tell, is Dive Kick, which is an interesting game, but it's not yeah. as complex as Killer Instinct is. Mm. Now, not, I'm not saying that that uh, Iron Galaxy doesn't have the talent to design the new new characters. Uh, the, the formula that actually goes into making a good Killer Instinct character, at least in Killer Instinct 3, is actually very simple. Make sure they have their classic enders and openers and stuff and their auto-doubles. Make sure the animations are uh, true to the originals. Make sure they have unique combo trait and make sure their instinct makes sense. It's actually very simple. It's just what to put in there is what takes time. Um... The only thing is that they haven't really made that many 3D games before, so that's probably the only issue. But aside from maybe um, NetherRealm, you really couldn't get a better developer if they if they wanted to keep it in America yeah. at least. Well, so, like I think that's what Max went over. He said like the probably the best person would be NetherRealm, but they have the Injustice license, they have the Mortal Kombat license, they're already doing their own thing. It probably they probably wouldn't want to pick up Killer Instinct, and you're right. Like uh, the guys make dive kick, they're just they're kind of like the next logical option. But at the same time, you have to remember Double Helix wasn't known for making fighting games. Like that's not like Killer Instinct made Double Helix kind of famous for making Killer yeah, Killer Instinct. Like mm-hmm. that's their big claim to fame. I mean, they've done more stuff. Don't get me wrong, but they're they're mostly. Double Helix was a port company. Like they just did that, ports. They, they they made movie tie-in games. Which, yeah, you know they're they're always poorly designed and they're rushed out the door. But, but you know, with Killer Instinct and Strider earlier this year, yeah, Strider Double Helix right. was like, hey, we can actually make games too, bitches. Um, but but actually, Double Helix was a formation of two companies that did have a good reputation before them. And uh, Iron Galaxy has a guy named um, David Lang, I think who is a, mm-hmm. a very well-known fighting game person, he actually went to uh, SoCal Regionals, and he participated in the Killer Instinct tournament. I think he got his ass handed to him, but regardless... Nice. Yeah. That's, you know... Maybe that should have been the first hit, I guess. Um, well, you know, 
like I said, I think we're going to wait to see the first like mechanical showing of uh, Iron Galaxy's work to know how to feel about this officially. It would be nice if they showed something in E3, but I don't know if that's going to be possible. Maybe two characters. It, de- it depends on. I think it really depends on when Microsoft knew Double Helix was going. Like if they knew, four let's months say, ago, it said in the in, in the Polygon article they had it was four yeah, months ago. If they, as long as they knew, I mean, and then they immediately went to Iron Galaxy Studios and said, "Hey, we want you to pick up Killer Instinct." I think they can get, like you said, two characters through maybe three character models like underway. Fucking build something. Uh, I just hope Cinder's in there somewhere. <laughs> I'd imagine I'd imagine it's gonna be the the six remaining characters, no yeah. question. Season two. Um, I hope they do original though. Like Sadir is oh, yeah. an awesome character. Oh, yeah. Like I, I don't want to see the season just be. I know you wanted this guy here. He is characters. Well, there are if they do eight character seasons, there are six remaining yeah. the original Killer Instinct characters, and they do some of the new ones. So that's room for two more, which is good. Yeah. It's, it's plenty of space for them to explore a little bit. You think they stay at the same price points? Uh, maybe kick off, maybe take $5 off of just buying the characters, so $15 for the eight characters, and then $30 for the Ultra Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, because you already have a lot of the groundwork at that point, but that, that's my personal feeling about the whole situation, but that's just me. Um, and it, in talking about Fulgore himself, there's a lot of new stuff about Fulgore as a character. Like he has a different shadow meter, which I call the S drive. It's a shadow drive because he's a giant robot, so he has like drives in him and stuff. It's a yeah. terrible joke. Um, but uh, if you want a good explanation, you can go, you can go watch Max's video on it, or you can watch the Microsoft live stream. You know, but but a... every other character in the game, and he like he can cancel specials. And his instinct allows him to use a giant laser beam that comes out of his chest that does like half a whole health bar of damage. It's pretty freaking ridiculous, and I love it. But, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see how it shocks out April 9th. Alright, moving on to the next little bit of news is we have... Microsoft has no plans to release more Halo games on Steam. Um, They have... On April 4th, Microsoft is launching Halo Spartan Assault on Steam, uh, which is just their little twin-stick shooter. It's nothing, like, amazing or special. It's all right. Uh, I got, let me actually check to see what the price is on it real quick. But it's uh, it's been on Windows Phone. It's been on Windows 8. It's If you have Windows 8, it's been on Steam. It's kind of been everywhere, like if you play any Steam games or any PC games. I think it's even it's on iPhone, Android, kind of anywhere you can find it. But it's a decent game. It's enjoyable uh, if you like playing twin stick shooters. I think it's a little set up for mobile phone a little too much. Um, I can make a, I can not get my Steam to come up. Guys. And we're back. Sadly, my team speak crashed on me uh, in the middle of talking about Halo Spartan Assault. But we're going to keep this podcast rolling. Hopefully, everything goes correctly from here on. Just minor technical difficulties. Yeah. Say lovey. 
So, anyway, uh, wherever I was getting at, is it right now? It's ten bucks on Xbox One. It's probably ten bucks on Steam. If you like twin stick shooters, you like Halo, pick it up. It's I, I for ten bucks. If you really like Halo, I guess it's worth it. I think it's more of a five dollar game though. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I can recommend it for more than five bucks personally. But if you really like Halo, it's a decent twin stick shooter. You, it, it definitely feels like Halo though. I'll give them that. Now, man, I've the, had. I've had a chance to get it on pretty much every platform that's been available on, and I have not picked it up yet, and I feel like I should, yeah. but eh. It's just, I don't know. It's not, if it's five bucks, I think it's worth it, just because it's like, oh, I can play Halo for five minutes, fucking, and, you know, standing in the bank line waiting for the fucking teller. But, and it's a quick little, okay, that's kind of fun experience. But other than that, it's kind of, eh, whatever. It was kind of, hey, let's, we need a Halo game for mobile phones. We need it. Uh, but, hey, you know what? If, like I said, if you really love Halo, pick it up. But the more of the story was, it's mainly about Halo Combat Evolve and Halo 2 probably are not going to show up on Steam anytime soon. I mean, they might. Like, Microsoft has been real happy with how Steam is. Like, they've kind of gone out of the way to go, oh, thanks Steam so much for, you know, continuing the PC gaming business and making it so well for Windows. and They've really helped Windows in such a way. So maybe you will see the Halo series show up, or in my, more Microsoft series show up on the Steam store, which maybe they'll announce a new partnership or something with Steam, since, in all honesty, they're so closely tied to one another. No matter how much Steam Valve wants to make the Steam OS, I think they're kind of going to be stuck with Windows for a long time to come. Whether they like it or not, yeah. yeah. Eric, you have any thoughts as a PC gamer? I think, um, yeah, for a while, they're going to be, I mean, it's just like Mantle with AMD. You know, like, they're like, okay, Mantle's the best, but, yeah, I mean, well, the best, let's say, low-level API, but they're not, they're not stupid, you know, they're like, okay, we'll still support DirectX, you know, just like Steam will still support the regular Steam, you know, application on PC. I mean, you first yeah. you got to get people to buy um, the Steam machines. Then you got to get people to support Linux, which it doesn't have that many games right now. It would take a very long time. If we're talking, uh, if you want to just go by years, it could take <laughs> this console generations. But if, if. You know, just to get the amount of games that the Steam library on the PC already has. You know, it's just just a, a long uh, process, which I don't think is going to change. Yeah. All right. Well reasoned. I like it. Yeah. Now, you know what's well reasoned? You can buy everything in Battlefield 4. All the DLC. 50 bucks. It's not bad. No, I take it back. It's not well reasoned. It's not. What? That fifty dollars is all the weapon upgrade packs, man, and class upgrades. That, that's what it is. Wait, it's that's, not that's for the, the fast uh, expansions. It's not for the um. Wait, wait, hold on. A minute. Oh wow. So if you don't want to slug through the game, you don't want to sit there and Get have to load like go through all of it. It's the ultimate shortcut bundle. This wait, includes every up. class, every weapon upgrade for fifty dollars. That's 
Dustin, hold on a minute. You're telling me that this doesn't include premium? No. Come on. Are you are you kidding me? What is this? this Alright, is... this this is the Hey, we want more money 2.0. <laughs> this is crazy. So let, let's figure this out. Premium's fifty. This is fifty. You're dropping what sixty on the game? That's a hundred and sixty dollars on Battlefield. So you can bounce through the whole thing in the matter of what, like ten minutes? I don't know if it's worth the hundred and sixty dollars. You know, I, I, I don't think that's. It's not a good experience for hundred and sixty dollars. That's crazy. Oh, excuse me. I, I, I'm I'm sorry. I just I didn't ever even knew about this. Yeah. So, if you want to get, I mean, more power to you. If you don't want to sit there and grind away, if you have the money to do it, uh, I don't recommend it because I think part of the game is actually playing the game and unlocking weapons. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Some of it's a little long in the nose. You might not want to do it. And I could see if it's like pocket five bucks. Let me get this SMG thing that I wanted. But not, like, it just seems so cheap, like, the the charge so much. It's like, hey, drop us fucking 50 more dollars, and we'll let you have all the weapons pretty ready to go. Um, I think this is something we're going to see more and more as this generation specifically moves on. Uh, But I think the plus to this generation is you're going to see more of an arcade experience where you had hey, this game's going to be free to play, and you're going to, you know, you're going to cough up money while you're playing. And I'm cool with that, because it's free to play. But Battlefield 4 is a $60 experience. It costs $50 for premium, and now if you want to unlock everything fast, it's 50 bucks for people that want everything. I, I just, I don't know. I know well, it's a There contra- are free-to-play games that have done that before, where you, yeah. you pay one price, which is basically buying the game, and you Unlock everything like um the the guys make Smite and Tribes Ascend High Res Studios. That was their sort of thing where you could pay fifty bucks and get every god and was out then and to be released for Smite and you get everything for Tribes Ascend by paying a, a given price. So you know I I don't like how I have to spend two dollars fifty cents to open every crate I get in TF2. So if I could pay to have, if I could pay fifty bucks and and every crate I get I open automatically, I wouldn't mind that. But Valve would would mind that because they wouldn't get as much money. So yeah, that's not gonna happen. Eric, any thoughts? Are you About, willing to pay um, for the DLC I, feature? I, 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 what? No, <laughs> no, I would not pay this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have to be well, like that, but... now that Eric said he will not pay for it, I'm going to force him to pay for it. What? Oh my god. I will badger Eric for the next month about it's... how he should unlock everything, and tell us all about his experience with unlocking uh, okay, everything. Okay, okay, look, I'm never gonna unlock everything, We're gonna but... uh, call Eric, he's gonna be go from Quick Look Guru to the sucker. Wow. That's well, right. you know what? Technically, if I wanted to get the stuff faster, all the weapons and stuff. Yeah, I would do this because there's no way I'm gonna ever unlock everything in the game. It's just not, not happening. I haven't. I didn't even do it in Battle. Hey, I got an idea. For but I'm not for paying fifty dollars. I got an idea for the name of this package. What is it called? Battlefield Four: The Search for More Profits. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. If you buy that in the game, right? That is what? We're talking... 110. 100, 110. Then you gotta buy premium. Come on. 160. <laughs> that's yeah. That's what I said. It's 160 bucks, man. God damn. That's like half a damn... Price of a, but like, like let's say you dropped 160. If you didn't have to, if everything was unlocked for you, Eric, how long do you think you'd play Battlefield for? Like, if there is no rewarding, hey, you just unlocked the scope. Yeah, that hey, yeah, I probably would this. just play everything, and that I might not feel as empowered to keep on going. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I think there's a certain point where you have to be careful with the DLC you buy because it can spoil a game. Uh, I think it was really smart. Now, I know this game's nothing like Battlefield 4, but like when Crackdown came out. Crackdown was absolutely fucking great. It was amazing. And then after, I think, like three months, they released DLC called Keys to the City. Yeah. And it was free, but you just could do everything. Like, it just literally gave you the keys to the city. It's like, yeah, hey, you want to fucking city, expand? Man. You just want to create explosive barrels? Here it is. Just hit Y. And it was just, yeah, this is great. But, the, I mean, they did wait for Battlefield 4. Maybe this is kind of a, hey, you've been playing this whole time. If you just want to get it done, here, here's just drop 50 bucks. You can get everything. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm overlooking that fact. Yeah. Uh, but Keys of the City was free, and this is $50. Yes, $50, man. Uh, it's a rough sell. And to be honest, I do own uh, Premium. I do own Battlefield 4. And I'm happy I have both. I, I am. I enjoy playing Battlefield 4. It's a fun game. Uh, I enjoy playing with friends. Not you, Michael. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a good experience. I just... I would forewarn people on buying. If you're just getting into Battlefield 4 now, stay away from this $50 DLC. Because I think it'll ruin the game for you. I think you need to have some kind of. Oh, I just I just got a new gun. Awesome! I can try that out because I've been fucking being slaughtered for the last half an hour. And then you can you know finally piecemeal your weapons together and you have a better time. But if you just have everything all at once, I mean you might enjoy that, but I think you'll get less enjoyment out of overall. It'd be like playing a game where you could just walk to the end of the game in fifteen minutes and beat it. So, Minigur Solid 5. Oh, he got the reference. He got the reference. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> I try. I try. All right. Let's 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 move on to the next topic. Nobody wants to talk about Battlefield 4. It's old news. Let's move on to Connect 2.0 for Windows. Uh, I don't think there's much uh, to talk about. It looks identical to the Kinect on the Xbox One except for the power light and it has a power cable and I think it's a regular USB 3.0 port. Uh, I think it's going to be cool looking into the future what what people use it for because like even with the original Kinect what people were doing on PC was really fucking cool. Like some guy made a trash can that when you threw like a piece of paper at it if you were going to miss, it would move the trash can and grab the piece of paper. It was oh, like a, yeah. It was like a yeah, robot. Had, yeah, it was just a robot. It was awesome. That's awesome. I, but, you know, hey, you know, the, the future's coming. Skynet's coming. And Skynet's coming. Skynet, oh, needs, <laughs> Skynet <laughs> needs connect cameras. And version 2 is a 1080p camera. <laughs> yeah. It's high it can, res. It can see more. It uses yeah. time of flight. 
so it, it's going to be it's fast acting. You're not worried about much latency. Uh, and I am ready for our robot overlords. <laughs> oh my god, that's well, right. Vern is in here, so we don't worry about that yet, just yet. Yeah, yeah. But you know, hey, robot overlords, it's coming. I think they'll be uh, graceful when they take over the world. Graceful? Oh my gosh! It's going to be like a communist state, but run right. Wow, really? That doesn't. You're going to feed us dog food, but it's going to be human food uh, made out of the dogs. Yeah, that's right. Sounds delicious. Did you ever see that on Futurama where it had Bachelor Chow? Yeah. No, yeah, I never yeah. saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fries open up a can and it's just dog food and it's just Bachelor Chow <laughs> and he just pops it on a plate. It's great. You pour some uh, milk on it. Yeah. It's delicious Bachelor Chow. That's right, man. Bachelor Chow. It's just going to be human Chow, man. Robot but, Overlords. But Connect 2.0. But can you use your existing Xbox One Connect with your PC? Like, no, you cannot. Proprietary port. That's be correct. Told. Because oh. it, right now, the Connect on Xbox One uses both power, because it requires a lot of power, and power and the information on one line. That's not going to happen on the Connect for PC. Oh, That's, it's going to have a separate power line. Okay. But it, it'll be interesting to see what people do with it. I mean, we've already seen the original Connect going like fucking doing surgeries on people, like watching yeah. people and being able to do it. It's like, oh my god, like somebody figured this shit out? Okay, cool. And now that they're going to have a better camera, something that works a lot better. And they can see more now. You yeah, know. It's like yeah. it'll be real interesting to see what kind of technologies come out of it. And hopefully, you know, maybe in 10 years, no, it's not. You're not going to see a connect in your soda machine. That's not going to happen. Actually, but that would be with what they're pushing for is if they can get this technology out there, the next camera, or they'll make a camera specifically for the soda machine that's looking out that's a depth sensor, and all the technology will be behind it, ready to that go. That would be go. awesome, going into, like, McDonald's or Wendy's, and you just swipe your hand for the soda or something. That's no, like... it's not going to do that. It's, it's good. You're going to walk up to the, the vending machine, and it's going to be like, hey, Eric. You're going to oh. be like, hey, Hal. That actually... <laughs> and he's like, I'm evacuating the air in the room right now. Daisy, Daisy. Yeah. That, that would be crazy, though. That would be scary. And you're going to be like, well, I opened the window. Fuck you, Al. <laughs> that would be weird, though. You go inside Wendy's and it already knows what you want. Like, just... Motherfucker, you order a Baconator with five <laughs> patties every single time. We know. Oh, man. Baconators. I have good and bad memories about those things. Oh, they're so terrible for you, but so delicious. <sighs> I don't even know how to explain the grease that comes off of it. Like... It's almost a gel. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What is that sticky nasty. stuff is they put on it that makes it like it's like honey mustard? It's like honey mayonnaise yeah. or something. Oh it's weird. God. Shut up! We gotta stop talking about baconators. This is bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Move on. Move on. This is Move really on. bad. Let's talk about uh, my favorite place to go to eat is uh, Five Guys Burgers and Fries. That's right, motherfuckers. Got to yeah, get some man. Five Guys. I haven't, had point. Wow. I haven't had in a long time. They are, like, really, really good. They're expensive, though. Like, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. I'm going off Holy track. Well, it's like, like 12 people... bucks for a single person. Yeah, I was just about to say 12 bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a fat fuck, man. It cost me more than 12. I get what? the large fry. <laughs> oh, I get the God. double bacon the cheeseburger. 
Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> oh I got the large fry and the double bacon cheeseburger. Wait, on. hold on a minute, hold on a minute. You know that they put fries inside the bag, too, <laughs> That's right? right. Oh, my God. That's a lot of fries, man. I told wait, you get, wait, you get a Cajun style, too? Uh, <laughs> they don't have Cajun style here. Oh, they don't? Wow, that's no, crazy. No, they don't wow. do Cajun. I don't, I don't remember seeing Cajun on the menu. Oh, wow, that's crazy. But you know what's great about Five Guys? They use local fries. And that's why they always taste so fucking good. Oh, weird. yeah. And they even tell you which fries yeah, which which to get oh, it God. from, which is awesome. We're going to do a new podcast, guys. <laughs> this is, we're going from Xbox to Who's Your Fries. <laughs> Who's Your Fries? <laughs> now, Mickey D's fries are all right, but they're too salty, if you ask me. Burger King fries. Oh, my God. Fuck that place. What what about the was Satis or whatever it's called? Satisfries. Satisfries. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Would it be like satisfy or something? Is that supposed to be a word play or something? Yes. Oh, oh, it's oh, it's very clever. They can <laughs> fuck off. You know what it is? It's nasty. All right, I I can't stand. Is it really that fries. bad? I just don't fries. like their fries. Period. I don't. I think they taste uh, not not stale. Is not the right word. Uh, like bland, like they have no like real taste to them. They're just yeah, like Burger oh. Have been known for fries. Yeah. If I were gonna take you know, just a potato and just drop it into oil with no seasoning or anything, that would be Burger King <laughs> fries. Burger King fries. It's not Man, like you want fries. Yeah, I feel the same way about Hardee's or Juniors like that. I don't like their fries at all. Oh man, don't say that to me. I like, I like them good. a little bit. But you know, you want the fast food fries. You either come get, you go to cookout or you go to Bojangles. That's it. Oh, but That's like Arby's, man. You, Arby's you curly fries. How can you hate? Those are great. Arby's curly fries are like in there, man. They're top. They're top five material. Like, can't fuck with some Arby's curly fries. Mm-hmm. Like that's enough grease to fuck with you, like medically. I mean, but it's great. <laughs> Goddamn delicious! <laughs> Forget that. Okay. You've I never had Arby's curly fries, Eric? Never, never. Oh my I god! Look, never. this is your mission this week. <laughs> I know we always bust your balls about cherry pie, but fucking Arby's curly fries, man! Oh my god, it's deep fried. It's like any deep fried food. It's just fucking fantastic. I gotta go there on a light day. Yes, you do. Or a day that you've worked out for like eighty hours nonstop, so you can. <laughs> Take the hit. God damn. 80 hours. Oh. In one day. In Figure one... that shit out. Oh yeah, in one day, son. You need to make those double man hours. You and a friend need to fucking share a fry. <laughs> a uh. singular fry. <laughs> Jeez, is that bad? Wow. Look, they're, they're pretty greasy, but they, they're delicious. Uh, and that's why we're going to be talking about Army of huge franchises at E3. That's right. Back to video game news. That's what Microsoft's expecting. But who are they expecting it from? I hope it's not like fucking Sony or something. I mean, I hope they're expecting to have their own huge franchises. Well, what, what did Phil Spencer? He was saying compared to like the publishers, you know, everybody there, it's going to be like another big E3 with big names, uh, uh, major titles, you know. Yeah. So like a. A big, like he said before, um, if I'm correct, correct on Twitter, he said E3 is going to be like, uh, for them, it's going to be like a game LED show, not a lot of uh, executives on stage, you know, and stuff. You won't see him a lot, you know, during the show. 
I mean, but, it's it's usually the case after a con- after a console launch that the the two the two E threes after those console launches, it's they're just awesome. Yeah, it's just bottomless fucking games. Like, you can got E three two thousand seven, Halo three, the first Modern Warfare, Mass Effect, Bioshock. That was all in a year. Which you know, think about that. Those those four games came out in the same year. Yeah, kinda hurt, it, 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 it kind of hurts to think about it a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm thinking Quantum Break, Generation Sunset Overdrive, fucking. Oh my god. Well, oh, but I want. Did you, did you see the Insomniac celebrating 20 years as a company video? No. That was funny. Oh, it was it was really cool. It was really cool. It, it, it's nice to see that. Uh, well, because Insomniac spent, has spent 20 years as an independent developer in that they've never been owned by anybody. Like, you, you know, we... Which you is impressive. Of, you think of um, Insomniac, you think of, you know, the Sony, the Sony stuff they've done, like Spyro, uh, Ratchet and Clank, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. They were second party for a long time. Yeah, but that's the thing is that they've they've they have never been owned by Sony. They've just been mm-hmm. working. Just have been Sony. a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, hold well, on I'm, a minute. And, don't don't they own like the like Resistance is Sony's and Ratchet is Sony's, right? So, yes. Yep. But yeah, like they right. own Spyro. Yeah, which is surprising. That's why it ended up showing up on Xbox and everywhere else on the planet. But yeah, they they're just an awesome studio that will. Hey, you got an IP that we can work on? We can both make money. Fucking hey, we'll do that. So, like, so yeah. if you do get a chance, please go check out that video. It's it's very nice to see, you know, humble beginning to twenty years later, they're making this really interesting, very potentially genre or generation defining, if it goes right with Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is, uh, like, wouldn't Double Helix be in the same boat? Like Amazon buying them, they're still an independent developer, right? No, if if somebody is Amazon's a publisher, I I think that would, I it's sort of like when okay, it, um, so Bungie was purchased by Microsoft. Yes, that's when they're no longer independently owned studio. They're they're owned by Microsoft, and Amazon okay. now owns yeah. Double Helix Studios. It's the same sort of thing. Yeah. So like Epic, they've stayed independent. Um, no, but now, Epic's Epic's a publisher though. Like I don't think you could say Epic's an independent developer. Just like Crytek, I don't consider it to be. I don't think of Epic as a publisher in any way, shape, or form. They've never yeah. published a game. They've, they've always been a developer and an engine maker. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I always get confused with the subject. Honestly, I really do. I'm terrible at it. Hmm. It happens. <laughs> it really does. Like, yeah, like but... is Microsoft themselves an independent developer since they own themselves? Technically, um, in the wording of the definition, yeah, they might be, that, but they're it, not. It's, that is really muddy ground right there. You know, yeah, is, like, Sony technically, is Sony Studios an independent developer? Yes, but no. They're self-publishing, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call them... I wouldn't call them Insomniac independent. Yeah. They're not a small studio by any stretch. They call Microsoft. They're like a major publisher. No, but by definition, you could claim, but it's not... When you have that kind of money, you're just no. But I hope we see a lot of stuff at E3. Like, there's a yeah. lot of hype starting because it's like what, Halo yeah. Two anniversary, maybe. Mm-hmm. The way that the way that Phil Spencer was talking about this, they have got the show down because they they're they're really talking up E3 right now, 
And if people, and if, and if you know, e- even if they have an amazing show, people are still going to give them shit for it because it's Xbox. So people will give them shit for it. But you know, I can only hope that they do show down something pretty serious. Is typically people don't make that that big of a claim unless they're really they can yeah. really show it. Well, I'm now, sure there so... will be a good a good show all around, but I'm wondering. Um... What other big stuff comes from the other guys, like Electronic Arts and Activision? We know Activision is going to show off Call of Duty either like next month or right before E3, you know. But EA, though, I wonder if we're going to see Battlefront or something. Yeah, I mean, all the rumors are showing more like Capcom and ha- Capcom and Microsoft having big announcements together. Oh, Next yeah. Resident Evil being exclusive to Xbox, maybe. That would I be mean, ridiculous. That would be yeah. crazy. I would be like, what? That would be a shocking thing to happen. All right, and for our last little bit of news this week, uh, Epic Games came out and explained kind of why they sold Gears of War to Microsoft. And essentially, they kind of just said, hey, we're, we're becoming, you know, we, we want to be the people, we want to be the foundation to building games. And we don't want to specifically, you know, have to make AAA franchises. We want to help people make AAA franchises. And, you know, being able to give Black Tusk the, or Microsoft and Black Tusk the reins to Gears of War and give them the foundation with the Unreal Engine and have them make an awesome game is kind of what their future holds for them. Um, they, they see it as a bigger profit margin, uh, I could imagine, especially with their new licensing at $20 per month, and you can even get access to the damn source code, everything. I think they're really fighting to become the building blocks to the gaming industry. I think that's where they see themselves in the future. Um, Epic? Michael, I, yeah, Epic. Hmm. It's, uh, there, it's definitely some... an interesting way. What, what'd you say, Eric? I'm sorry. There's some stiff competition, I guess, when we're talking about engines, you know, like... Yeah, Unreal but, Engine. like, every... Like, fucking... If you throw a stick, you can find somebody who knows how to program an Unreal. Like, Unreal's well, yeah, such a an known un, quantity. Like untappable engine. You know, like, you... Uh, well, uns, well, unscalable, maybe, is a better way to It's put like... It. People know Unreal like people know DirectX development. Yeah. It's like, we know that. That makes sense. They they just had an amazing previous generation where they, yeah. they were the first. It was it was really advantageous of Epic to have such a fortuitous generation, not just in a game making front because Gears of War was certainly a very well established franchise that became a very well re- well repeated part of the previous generation. But more so, Epic saw a return on Unreal Engine in the seventh generation of consoles. It's just. It's just inhuman just how many games came out to that thing. I mean, I could I could go back to 2006, and every year there'd be a game that I could I could list that was I love that game, and it was made with Unreal. Yeah. So, um, I mean, potentially I'm gonna be working there soon, so it'll be interesting to see what it what their plan is. Oh, we got Fortnite coming. Fortnite. I mean, you know, I really, you know, if I do work there and I do learn something. I can't tell you guys what it is until uh, they reveal it. I'm gonna get all the crazy details. Dude, I'm gonna tell you're everybody gonna on the have podcast. to do something. You're gonna have to just because you're doing that. You're I can have see to it do now. Something. Michael's gonna go to the PR department. I do a podcast. Okay, you're you're fired. But I didn't <laughs> say anything yet. 
Yeah, no, my my lips will be tighter than a yeah than a two year old's asshole. Whoa! Um, <laughs> well, I mean, we had to go there a couple of weeks ago. We talked about pedophiles, and we talked about <laughs> dog fighting last week. Now we're talking about Tyler's assholes. I mean, we're getting there. We're just as, as slowly killing the show. The more shitless oh we're on, the better, right? I mean, let's just uh. let's just keep moving. Do, hey, uh, please send us a shovel at letters at xboxuncut.com. We're just going to keep digging that grave, baby. Just keep digging that grave. Okay, final words on the situation. I only hope that whatever Epic does, does it right. It's awesome. And they it, make so it, many awesome games, and it turns out good for everybody in the long run. But okay, and I'm not we, saying that for Michael to get a job. They just yeah, make fucking they, fantastic games. I, 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 you know, if it wasn't, I, I want to work at an Epic not because of Gears of War, but because of Unreal and the Unreal Engine. I mean, I love Gears of War. Don't get me wrong, but they aren't making it anymore, so I really can't work on it. But goddamn, do I love working with that tech? It's just so easy to pick up and use. But okay, we, we we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about the Facebook buying Oculus, even if for like two minutes. We gotta talk about it. That's all big. right. So Amazon Regardless. bought Oculus Oculus Rift. Uh, it, it, they bought it for two billion dollars. I don't think there's much to say other than just wait for those full screen ads, baby. It's not full screen. It's the whole vision, the whole field of vision screen, fucking. It's gonna full screen is gonna have new meaning when it comes to pop up ads. All right, you're gonna be like, so, oh so my that, god. That's what you think's gonna happen? Is that is that Oculus is gonna start shoving in ads everywhere? I think you're gonna get like adware on your Oculus Rift, and like in the middle of a fucking game, your whole field of view is gonna turn into, hey, do you want some porn? Really? Hey, baby. <laughs> that would now, be crazy though. I don't see that. Have happening. you ever seen the episode of Futurama when Bender gets hacked? Yes. I, That's what I, I see that. is our Oculus Rift future. <laughs> I'm more no. of an AR man. Like when he <laughs> actually put on the, uh, the the helmet and see what a bender sees. And it's like, a chump, chump, sucker, steal his money. Chump, chump. It's awesome. But yes, uh, I, I think it could be good or bad. I mean... Let's just talk about what we think of Amazon, and then I want to talk about the Kickstarter Facebook. stuff. I think it's two separate Amazon? things. We're going to talk Facebook. about Amazon Facebook. getting it, and let's talk about Kickstarter separately. Because the big controversy, we'll just throw it out the room, is people kickstarted this, and now it's being sold. Uh, it's it, it, And people are pissed because it was, hey, this was for the community, by the community, and y'all just sold out to Facebook. Fuck you. We, you know, essentially we won our money back. But that's not what Kickstarter is about. Kickstarter is, I want this idea for some reason to come to fruition. Here's my money. Make it happen. I know I'm not going to see anything back for it. It's not investing because you're not actually, you don't. Well, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's not investing. It's, it's not, not investing. You were just saying, take my money and please make this happen. Like I don't care if I don't get a dime back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the return. But that's I understand. Is. The whole, hey, Facebook just bought it for $2 billion. Now you're not getting what you thought you were getting. I, I do remember initially I was like, that is really interesting and people are going to hate it. And I was right. People do hate yeah. it. But, but let, let's just go on to the Amazon part and then we'll talk about the Kickstarter stuff. Uh, I think Amazon has the, or not 
No, not Amazon. I keep saying Amazon. Facebook. Facebook, Facebook has the money. Like they, they are going to be able to back this thing better than kind of anybody we could hope for. Like maybe Microsoft would have bought it, but then it would have been a closed ecosystem and people would have been pissed. Uh, now, if Facebook makes its own video game console, that's going to be kind of gay. Uh, I don't know. I think it's okay. I don't think it's the end of, end of the world that Facebook bought Oculus Rift. I think Mark Zuckerberg is a fan just like anybody else is and wants to move into the future with it. What are I, your I thoughts? I definitely see that um, this is, we're going to get two we're going to see two different iterations of Oculus Rift. We're going to see the gaming version which is strictly about you know 3D VR gaming you know, it's going to do all that sort of stuff. And then we're going to see the more consumer Oculus Rift, where it is the, you know, you can browse YouTube full screen, you can browse mm. Facebook full screen and stuff like that, and you can use Amazon full screen or whatever. And, you know, that's how you're going to see ads, of course, but... You're going to I, see I ads either I, way. I, You know, you see, I don't think so, with the gaming one at least. I mean... No, just but like free to play games are going to have ads. It's just how it's going to be. Uh, and guess what? Facebook does free to play games. Uh, they were going to get on Oculus Rift no matter what. Free to play games are moving into fucking home consoles. They're moving everywhere because it's such an expanding market. People enjoy them. You were going to get ads on your Oculus Rift no matter what. Now, it might be a little bit strongly of like enforced now, but I don't I don't think it's something that wasn't gonna happen. Oh yes, certainly. But um I, you know I, I think I think all the doom saying is a bit misguided. Mm-hmm. I agree bit. with that. You know, it knee jerk reaction as we should be used to this by now. In that any anytime anything happens Big in a game fish, that people don't like small fish. There's gonna be a knee jerk reaction. Yeah. But you know, who knows? Again, this is something that we're only gonna see happen when it happens, I mean, and if all this and if all this is is that Facebook is getting in on Oculus to support it, then they're just supporting Oculus. But if it is, you know, it turns into the ad center of everything, then you know Oculus is doomed, and they made the they made the wrong choice. But mm-hmm. who knows? <laughs> I mean, you know, people people were immediately turning to Sony and going, "You guys are our next best hope," and it's like, I really don't think so. But that's just me. Yeah. Eric, how do you feel about the whole situation? Actually, hmm, I get a little mixed. <laughs> because on one hand, I'm like, okay, Facebook has it now. They're going to push it like ever for their whole social community type of thing. You know, they'll push different. They'll, they're probably going to focus more outside of gaming because there's more impactful things that can be done for the like casual audiences more, which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. But on the other hand, I understand why people are mad, you know, because they're like, okay, in the beginning it was going to be like this group of people who who rose on top with their Kickstarter. And they started up and they came, went all the way to the top and they, and they rose to the top and became and created this amazing device and released it. That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. It's not really more about, even though people are focusing on it, like, oh, what happened to all my money? No, it's not really that, but more along the lines of they were hoping that, you know, like other Kickstarters, they could just, you know, make it to the top without a major company. But on the other hand, 
like like some remember that article eighteen months two billion dollars <laughs> okay yeah. and in less than two years they they come they were able to basically make the oculus rift uh put it together start showing it at events and stuff and then the company just comes up and it, and they these guys make two billion dollars i mean that's amazing you know so i don't know i think facebook though will push the oculus way beyond what um the oculus devs could have done before that's pretty much but i really wouldn't think that facebook would have that was the last one, <laughs> the last company i would think would ever think about buying oculus Rift. i i would definitely think, definitely not the first company i would have thought of yeah right you know? i would think maybe apple microsoft apple would have been very interesting yeah, Apple. And right? I think that would have been. You know? I don't think people would have freaked out over Apple. I think they would have been real happy. Yeah, everybody would have. You know, yeah, let's go for Apple. You know, because it has a nice brand and everything. They would probably have a really good ecosystem as well. So it was just very weird to see. But that would mean that Facebook is kind of like a hardware company now, right? Because well, they have they're... their phone. Well, not yeah, they have not a... very well received, but they have it. Oh yeah, so I guess you could say that too. But you know what I mean? Like now they could like push it. You know, push it to a broader audience now, you know, mm-hmm. beyond what they thought. Because they were talking about, I think Zuckerberg, he was talking about, uh, like, going to a basketball game, but, but with the Oculus Rift and, like, looking at courtside and stuff. Um, what else did he say? God. I mean, if they could change going the nature, to a hotel. If they could change the nature of broadcasting, that would be really cool. You know, having having live streaming in your face so you can, like, watch watch from the, the camera perspective of a, of a, of a game. That would be really cool. I could get into that. Yeah, um, that would definitely be. I think uh, I think Facebook is trying to get into the housing market, and they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be able to walk through houses you want to buy. That would be cool. That could happen too. That would be crazy. I would be blown away by that. Yeah, like you just three D print a room, fucking yeah. take a couple pictures. And it's like, hey, we can check out the house. Coming to buy it. Real estate market is gonna That's boom because then what you're doing there. And even though, like, when you look at the specs of the Oculus Rift and stuff, people are like, oh, it's just a 3D device with head tracking. But when you think about it, when you apply it to something like going in and looking at a home and you can actually see this place, like, you can almost feel like you can touch the freaking, let's say it's a table in a dining room and pick it up. It kind of changes things because it's like you just put that on, you go to That's why I think gaming, it could be great. To me, I'm a little skeptical about certain things, but I think VR's future is pretty much beyond gaming, more in like a much more a much bigger market than just video games. Mass consumer products yeah. in general, you know, because certainly, certainly, gaming is going to be where it starts, but it's going to end up in everything. Period. Yeah, yeah, like going on. Say, if you're on a train or on like you already have those things where you're on a train or if you're on a plane and you're watching a movie. But if you go on this flight, just put on your freaking Oculus Rift. And, no, but let's. You know, look, I, this is what I think. Like, and I, I know it sounds stupid. I'm going to keep bringing up the housing market. But let's say you're planning to like, hey, I'm moving to Hawaii. I live in Virginia. That's yeah. like fucking thousands of miles away. I could put on a VR fucking headset, look in the house, see if I like it, and if I don't, I don't. But it would give you a way better feel to a room than being, hey, I could see like four pictures and I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, 
I, I mean, there's a bunch of cool applications for it. Like, yeah, I think I, Google would have been an awesome person to pick up Google Oculus as Rift. Well. I was surprised yeah. that Google did it, too. You're, that's Like, that. Street View mixed yeah. with Oculus Rift, they could have done something insane. They have the data. They could do something insane. They might it. still do it now. Yeah. I mean, if Facebook, um, you know, pulls this off, you know, definitely. I think having a giant VR headset... Maybe, like you said, maybe in flights, people might be interested yeah, in using flights it. Flights would be interesting. Um, but then people with children, probably not. What are you going to get, like a small Oculus? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> but it's like I need to watch my child. I don't want to have a huge headset on with speakers booming and I can't pay attention to see what they're doing. Yeah, um, that's another problem. You're right. They would have to, they'll figure something out. Yeah. But, but I just think it's cool because say if you're on a train or a flight and say if you got a check the locations of places you're going you could probably be able to check it while you're sir, going you sir know? could you please turn off the device while the plane's landing <laughs> I- i'm almost done one, I'm one almost sec. done. hold on i'm almost done i promise <laughs> I'm, I'm walking through this restaurant right now hold on a minute i want to know if i can book a reservation that would be crazy that yeah. would be pretty impressive actually I, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it seems like if Facebook were smart about it, they would have they would they would let Oculus continue on the path of VR development as they're going, but then use the technology that Oculus, Oculus develops to make their own, you know, consumer mm-hmm. Oculus editions. And yeah, maybe that's what their goal is. And people are people lost their heads, as they tend to do. So yeah. only time will tell. All right, now let's get into the other side of the issue, the issue people are pissed about. How do you feel about Kickstarters being able to be bought out? Like, do you think there should be, like, a clause or, like, you can't pay, you can't sell your company for two years if you get Kickstarted? Or, like, do you think this is, or do you think this is fine? Do you think, like, hey, you know, you fucking, all you did was, get the ball rolling, but that doesn't mean you have any investment in it. You just got the ball rolling because you wanted to see something progress. It's like you donated fertilizer, but that doesn't mean you own the fucking plant. You know, it's... How, how do y'all feel about this? Uh, well, I, I donated to a, a t-shirt company uh, mm-hmm. middle middle of last summer or something. got two pretty cool shirts. I got a, 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 a Halo... Uh, Halo Four shirt that was that was a like Spartan Four program shirt looks real cool and I got a um a Skyrim shirt that was about the Dark Brotherhood they look really cool I don't own that company you know I got some shirts for them I got some official like these are official you know first generation shirts from this company etc 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 I don't own, I don't own them you know I was just I was just an early customer making sure that they could give me something that I want um, yeah. And and you know a more recent, more extreme example. It's more related to gaming. There was the the Kickstarter for that medieval RPG, um, and they they said on their page, "We're doing this to so a developer will take interest in our game." Right? They they explicitly said that they are doing it so a, so a publisher could take more interest in our game to, you know, fund us better. Right? Mm-hmm. That is just how it's going to go, sometimes. Um, do I feel bad about it? Not necessarily. It, it it would be like if um, if there's a small business near where I live, you know, and I gave them a thousand dollars to get a you know a microwave oven and you know a couple other kuchamah, do they owe me? Yeah, I, I'd expect maybe free meals for a year, 
but after that, you know, we paid our dues and we love each other for it, and that's about it. That's how I see it, at least. Yeah. All right. I was just. I think that's more the issue is specifically the fundraising. Um, so, Eric, you have any opinion on Kickstarter? And well, money. Uh, the Do you way believe I you're an investor because you spent a dollar and they I have to cave to your whims? I believe that. What? I, oh man, I almost did a Batman quote. <laughs> I believe that even though it's a dollar. Okay, just like any type of donation, if we're talking about charity, if anybody donated a dollar and that dollar turned out to be four million, like like Mighty Number no. Nine. Imagine if out of nowhere, right? Mighty Number no. Nine. You know, Capcom it, buys Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah, people would go Rena- nuts. They would renames <laughs> it. Fucking Mega Man Legends Three. Yeah. yeah, you know, Mega people Man, would Mega Man X Twelve or something. People yeah. would go nuts. They would. They would go for blood. That's like if now Shenmue, right? Because there's rumblings about the Shenmue being on Kickstarter, right? Oh, man. Let's not and get into this. And it goes on Kickstarter, right? <laughs> and then out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Sega comes and like, hey, hold on. I'm not Sega. You know, Microsoft or Sony or maybe even EA. Oh, hold on a minute. This is getting hot. Okay, let's take that. We got that now. That's a problem. I just think it really is a problem because... Some people feel like, oh, they have this independent type of company, right? Like I said before about rising up, you know, and, and pretty much building themselves. And I don't know where it's like a vulture comes out of nowhere, scoops them up and flies away. You know, it's, it's that type of mentality. I think maybe there should be, I don't know, maybe some type of rule in place yeah. or, or multiple rules in place to just safeguard certain things. So people don't feel like they're being um, gypped. Extorted. Yeah, yeah, because think about this. Like, like. I'm sorry, say, that was a racist term. I apologize to all gypsies that listen to our podcast. Wow, all those Romanian gypsies. Yeah, I apologize. But, but Please think, do not steal my wallet. Oh, wow. I'm broke anyway. Well, well, think about it. Think about if Microsoft, right? They started putting kickstarters out, right? Uh huh. And it wouldn't have been a problem, right? But you know, you put a but, Kickstarter you know, out. It's fine. The thing you know is, if Microsoft Mike- put out a Kickstarter. It would take a really big company to buy Microsoft to get their yeah, Kickstarter. It like, it, that's not going to happen. This yeah, is more you... of an issue with, hey, I'm going to make underwear with fucking your name embroidered and I'm Kickstarter. And then Haynes coming and buying me. Like, well, does that piss well, people no, off? But if you yeah. think about it, that those people still did. See how I referenced them. underwear and Oculus Rifts? Yes. Oculus <laughs> Connections. Yes. But, but if you think about it, it's like, say, all these people put their money towards the product, right? You got to remember, like, way back before, like, they got mass donations yes. from many different people. Just like any charity. Um, to my knowledge, if someone's getting charity money, let's say that you don't expect anybody to buy the person who is, who's getting showered in money. I don't. I never would. I wouldn't expect that at all, you know? So I, I really think that... People should have, oh, well, Kickstarter in general should be more aware of certain things. But, like, like maybe let a little bit of time fly by or something. Not a long, Maybe long ask time. the Kickstarter people if they're okay with the buyout? That, I too. Think, yeah, I think after too, yeah. the first year, I think it's free game. Uh, but I think there should be maybe the first five years. Let's say there's just a clause 
that says if your company is bought out, the, the parent company has to agree to the original vision of the product or something like that. Yeah, that's Just something that's, that's like, yes, you can totally be bought out. You can get the money as long as the original integrity of the, 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 video, the vision is still carried forth. Now, that gets tricky, and that probably means a lot of products won't come out if they get into a hurdle that they just can't overcome without making sacrifices, then people... You know, if you, you just turn into a big kind of fuck fest, people would just be pissed. But well, I just in o- Oculus Rift's case, they were doing great. You know, they, they I mean, oh, they, they were, they were, but they can't. Like they, they were, they still haven't released a consumer product. They're yeah, like they, they just released 2.0, and well, and they're they're taking pre-orders for 2.0. Um, yeah, for July. Yeah, it comes out. Still a development kit, so it's not even like. Well, yeah, release. because you got to remember uh, what Valve said, like, I think, was it earlier this year, like in January? Was that Valve's days, remember? They were like the consumer level device. Steam dev days, yeah. Yeah, Abras, he's now, is that how you say his name? I could be wrong. Abrash, yeah. Abrash. Michael Abrash. Yeah, he is now, he went to Facebook. <laughs> he, well, he, went he, went to, he went to Oculus. <laughs> he went to Oculus. Yeah, and he, he's now there. You know, he's a, he's a big guy. He's been big with VR for a while. And he even said, that the consumer version would be most likely ready in two years. So if he's saying if it's 2014, so not 2016, or the end of 2015, it would be ready, you know? And it makes sense, you know? But now it could even get, it might be there even faster, and that's the good thing about it, because of Facebook, that Facebook could now support them faster, get the money they need and the resources. So that's a good thing, you know? That's the good thing, you know, that... um. Facebook bought Oculus. Yeah. But Notch, you know, saying, oh, we're axing the Oculus version of Minecraft. That was ridiculous. That was was funny. If y'all want, we can talk about that for a minute. Let's let's talk about, all right, so Cliffy B kind of, okay, so Notch cancels Oculus fucking Minecraft. Uh, And then Cliffy B comes out, hey, that's kind of like being a pouty kid. I mean, just like fucking pretty much, and I'm paraphrasing, grow a pair, fucking, and they had this back and forth squabble. Notch came out and said, "Hey, I have integrity," or some shit. Like pretty much, it just kind of went downhill. Uh, like it's just come on, people. Like I-, I can understand Notch's point of view. He doesn't like Facebook. It's his IP. He's a stingy fuck, no matter what. Just let him do his thing. You know, it's fuck it. Who cares? But at the same time, come on, man. Really, like. I just don't like Facebook, fucking... You, you had, like, this huge community behind you. Oculus is still basically the same company. Yes, its parent company is Facebook. It's not like they're killing the Oculus Rift devs. They're just incorporating it into the Facebook family. Um, yes, the vision will change a little bit, yeah, but I think the internal workings aren't... Like, you don't rip out that whole company and restart... They're they're not gonna take the VR, the virtual reality out of the Oculus Rift just because yeah. they're uh, Facebook. Just because it's Facebook doesn't mean you're not gonna yeah. be a virtual reality headset anymore. That they defeat the point of having the company in the first place. Um, and you know honestly, I would rather listen to Cliff Bozinski, who's been making games for longer than I've been alive, than Notch, who's had one successful game. Yeah, and like that's my it, like to me. I'm sorry, Minecraft at this point is a one hit wonder. His his other project he canceled, like he hasn't shown anything. And you know what? Minecraft's a great game, 
but it's it's Legos. I mean, it's not like he fucking invented Halo by himself or something. He made Legos. It's a fun game, though. I'm not going to... I play it. I own two copies of it. I own it for PC, and I own it for Xbox 360. And guess what? When it releases in the next couple weeks, I'll own it on Xbox One. Um, but it's... It's it's just not like uh, just grow a pair, grow I, up. It's like, it's like I get that I get that he created Minecraft, but there's still people that work at Mojang, you know, and maybe yeah. they wanted to do it. So you're gonna cut the head off head off your own company for that? That seems kind of yeah. weird. I mean, it's like Scrolls it, has been doing very well. People have already made third party uh, mods to Minecraft, and even Notch has posted them that allows you to use Oculus Rift. Now, here's my issue with it. Like, every single mod for Minecraft, every time they update fucking Minecraft, they destroy all the mods and they have to rebuild everything. Uh, and Minecraft is very, very bad when it comes to supporting their third-party community. Like, HD textures, something we've talked about on the show before. Minecraft doesn't support it, even though that game fucking really should have support for HD textures. They just don't do it. They don't touch it. They won't let you touch it. They'll break it every time you upgrade your version of Minecraft. It's a pain in the ass. Hopefully they can fix it. I mean, hopefully. But I think Mark Zuckerberg will fucking make make something happen. Or the community will. But it, it was... Like something that exploded online, I think it got carried way too far. Uh, but it, it's it happens. You know why he's mad though, right? Notch. He's he's kind he of doesn't. he's kind of mad because it's Facebook. That's that's his, oh no, that's, 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 that's it. That's it's all Facebook. it is. It's Facebook. You know, that's that's it. He's like they don't have the um. If I remember his words correctly, they don't have the focus in games, you know, how would he know, you know, in gaming it rather, you know, they might still be focusing on gaming, you know, they, I mean, I think it was Zuckerberg who said that 40% of people's time is for communication, the other 40% is gaming, that sounds like parody to me, you know, like he's kind of telling you, you know, like, yeah, we will have a focus on games a lot, you know, yeah. It might, it might not, you know, it might not be the, it might not be that they, that, you know, they have Minecraft on Facebook, but, yeah. you know, I, I'm pretty sure Facebook can tell, oh, people give a shit about games, people give a shit about, you know, actual video games, so we can put two and two together. You know, you would hope that Facebook would be smart enough to do that, but, who knows? Imagine when they do Farmville in VR, man, people will probably be on that crazy. I could... Yeah, they probably will, but, you know, it's one of those... Yeah. We get the Sims in VR. Yeah. All right, so let's kind of move on to kind of the end of the podcast, guys. Let's just go right into what you've been playing. Um, so, Eric, I know you have finished Infamous. How was the experience? I finished it. It was very interesting. I'll tell you that. I won't spoil anything for anybody. It was. Are you willing to put a rating on the game? Like a one out of ten, or like? Uh, no, no. no I'll I don't say play. that it's a very enjoyable, enjoyable experience. Um, it has a lot to do in the game if you want to plat it, platinum it. You know, get all the okay. trophies. 
but if you're um if you're if it's an open world game so just so you know um if you beat the game uh some of the side missions are are kind of the same so you might not like that too much you know yeah from from what? the way I've, from the way I've heard it it's comparable to Dead Rising 3 in that it it's what it's what you would want from a next gen game it looks pretty it plays well you know maybe there's something's missing but you know the next iteration's probably going to be a lot better that that's what I've heard yes okay that sounds good to me Good powers in the game, you know. Have you been playing anything else that you can actually talk about and you don't have to, like, uh, nothing, jump around subjects? And... Nothing uh, new other than that, no. Alright, Michael, what have you been playing? I finished two games this week, so yeah. that's the thing. I finished Bioshock 2. Um, okay. And I almost want to say that it's the best in the series, but I don't want to say that because that would piss, piss a lot of people off. But I think mecha- I think me- I think mechanically it's the best in the series. Uh, yeah, which is probably the reason why I th- why I like it a lot more than either of the Bioshocks because it's just got a good mechanical feel to it. Bioshock two. Um, and then I finished Grand Theft Auto Five fully, or not fully, but I, I I completed the story and everything. Um, yeah, that was a game. Um, you know, if and when the next Grand Theft Auto V comes out, it's gonna be next gen consoles. It'll be really interesting to see just how much detail Rockstar can put into it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of de- there's a lot of detail in this game. So, yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah. Got really easy at the end. What, where did reason. you play it on? Huh? Where did you play GTA V on? Three sixty. Oh, I, I see. I forgot you do have a console. You just don't have an Xbox One. <laughs> what do you think I did? Played it off my, you know, his PC. Yeah, I was just about to say. How's he pulling that? Like, can I get a copy of that PC version, Michael? Everybody wants. Epic's working on it, so oh, I, I got, I got some access they? through them. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> They're the best port platform developer. You heard it right here first. <laughs> yeah, everyone. You heard it here first. It's actually id Tech running it. The Rage engine's running Rage or something. Yeah. They're porting <laughs> Rage over to fucking <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> he actually got more than 20 frames per second in Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> uh, but, now me yeah, personally... They actually optimized it really well. Yeah. So... I have made the troublesome experience of going back and I played a Pokemon game. After talking about dog fighting last podcast. What? Yeah, I played Pokemon Black, start to finish. I hit credits. Uh, it's Pokemon. Like, it's yeah. still Pokemon. It, it, it has not changed that much. It's enjoyable. <laughs> uh, I think the graphics were a little, uh. Like, I, I, like, the fact that they keep moving towards 3D, I wish they would just go, dude, like, it could be a three-dimensional game, but just go cartoony. Just do 2D. Like, I don't mind that. You don't have to make really bad 3D models because the hardware can't support it. Just make awesome sprites, and I'll enjoy that, you know? Uh, maybe, hopefully, with next... Even so on... Uh, either go full 3D or... Go home. Like, the Vita would be perfect for Pokemon. I think it has the processing power to do it. Uh, but even then, I, I don't know. Like, I, like, I just, I grew up with, like, the cards and 
cartoon Pokemon and you know that that was shit my childhood. So you know when I see hey we're gonna do like these stupid ugly 3D models, it's like uh let's 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 go back to what people loved. I mean that's like Pikachu when you look at him when you think of him as a 2D character, he's not a three dimensional character. He looks weird as a three dimensional character. Like I think they could, and I know this is a terrible analogy. I think they could learn a lot from South Park. The stick of truth on how they did their modeling and how they whoa, did their whoa, characters. Whoa. For Pokemon? No, but think about it. If Pokemon was a two dimensional game that was in a three dimensional space and they were flat characters, South Park characters look fucking perfect. I, I think you should I look th- at the game. I think they th- could make it work. The 3DS version pretty much nailed the 3D Pokemon. All right. Okay. I, I've not, I'll be, admit, I have not played. The 3DS Even version. though Vern says that there's not a major difference, you can see the difference in the visuals of the Pokemon and how 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 they perform and certain effects. You can see that you know it's 3D, you know. But it, they definitely did a good job, and I think that's how Pokemon always should have been. <laughs> Took a long time. I understand that. Uh, I can. I haven't played it yet. I can't say if I agree you or know, disagree. It makes me wonder, though, when you play that, it makes you wonder if they'll because how they improve the graphics, if they will go towards like because it's is 3D. You know, like they could yeah. make a a Wii U version of that. Uh, I like. I'm like I said. Like I, I'll stick to the 2D stuff. I, I think it's it's awesome. It's what I grew up seeing and playing, uh, and I'd like to see them do all. Uh, it, let's be honest, the next fucking Nintendo platform is going to be, like, low-end spec bullshit that nobody really wants to play. Really? They always do it. They always do it. I'll be surprised if it's no, even no, on the man. level of the Vita. Like, I, I'm being dead honest. Like, I, I'll be shocked if it's on the level of the Vita. You I bet it's not I even that it powerful. Might, you know what I think it might? If they go with, like, like look at, like, NVIDIA, right, with the mm-hmm. K1 chip. That thing just kills the Vita or and the freaking three DS to combined. You know, yeah. it's like more powerful than the you know the last gen consoles pushing towards the Wii U. You know, that's pretty ridiculous. You know, yeah, um, it's pretty impressive. Now, be soft saying that they don't consider the Wii U next gen anyway. Yeah, so no. you would think the next gen comp, like the next gen, next time Nintendo will be smarter and they'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah. we gotta push past that you know that's just the way i see it you know i mean shit they're in positions to like overtake the ps4 and xbox one in power alone if they you know stick to their guns and like actually try to beat them they could yeah maybe maybe uh we'll see Uh, but that's kind of the game i was playing i didn't play any naval strike for battlefield i need to i downloaded it and still haven't played it uh have you played any Aaron? Not yet. Yep, just because nobody cares. And fucking... <laughs> I'm sorry to put it that way. I haven't played any Titanfall in like three weeks at this point. It feels like I gotta Has get back into gaming. Weeks? It's been a while, man, since I played Titanfall. It's been a while. But, wow. uh, you know, hopefully I'm gonna change those things. I'll, I'll play some more games. It's just been real busy for me lately, so I have not had the time. But, you know, we're gonna we're gonna make this things happen, Daddy. Things are gonna happen, but uh, yeah, I, I've been enjoying Pokemon. Sorry, you know that's what I did. Pokemon. Good on you, mate. Uh, other than that, what else have I been playing? I played something else. 
second. I'm going to pull up my Steam account in the fan. I load it up, and uh, it, it's it's a curse, you know. I, I I play it every now and then, and it's a terrible thing. <sighs> Command and Conquer Tiberian Wars. It, it just it, it's a drug. Okay, I was playing Command and Conquer Three. Like uh, I was playing Kane's Wrath. That's the game I was playing, and Jesus Christ, I love those games. I love. I think Kane is the greatest create character in all video games. Wow. I, I really do. He, he changed my childhood. Like, if you ask me what I played most, I'll never forget loading up, what, what was the service called? Westwood Networks? And jumping on finding red alert matches online, that was probably my biggest thing as a little kid. That was amazing. Like, it was like, oh my god, we're going to play one versus one multiplayer and I'm going to build troops and we're going to fight. It, it was just that, like that, it was just so much fun. I, I, I don't know, even know how to explain it in words. It, it really, that, that game is probably the game that got me into gaming, period. I don't think anything else did it like Command & Conquer did. Uh, I don't know how y'all feel about RTS games. Maybe feel the same way, maybe don't. Uh, they haven't had quite as big an impact me on me as that. I mean, I, I've I've played more StarCraft than I have anything else. Mm-hmm. So I mean, StarCraft is was my RTS compared to you know CNC or anything else or even Warcraft. I mean, I played more WoW than I've played any of the Warcraft games. So I mean, yeah, but it, you know, everybody has that one game, you know, and you know, it, it, if it's something like if it's something as good as Command and Conquer, it's the first game that really is like. Okay, I want to play. I want to be. I want to be a gamer for the rest of my life. You'd be hard pressed to find a better game. I mean, for me, it was Donkey Kong Country and the SNES. That was mm-hmm. like the first game. I was like, oh fuck, I like this stuff. I mean, granted, yeah. I got to play it once a year for like three hours, but those were the, some of the best three hours of my life. So, yeah, I remember getting the VHS tape for Donkey Kong on SNES and watching that shit before it came out, and it was like a developer comp. Uh, I think it came with like a Nintendo magazine or some shit, but it was just, hey, this is how we developed the game. This is like some cool little tricks that you could do in the game, and it was awesome. That game's fantastic. But yeah, Command & Cocker 3, Kane's Wrath. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the song is called, but it changed my childhood. One second, I'm going to look it up real quick, guys. It is uh, the theme, and, that's, and that shit is just amazing. It's kind of like the Imperial March. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck is it called? It's not log, okay? It's something totally different. Uh, so, has anybody been playing anything else? Um. Uh, uh, well, no. I, I, I've, I've been on sort of a goal of, I finish a game, then I start another game. You know, not really hopping around. So, mm-hmm. I'm working on Sleeping Dogs right now. That's what I'm, that's sort of like my my current go to game. But going on right now and for the rest of Sunday, so this might be a little old by the time you see it. Um, there is, uh, shoot, what's it called? Uh, Tip of the Hats. It's a Team Fortress Two community charity event where they're raising money to send you know kids stricken with cancer to mm-hmm. summer camps and stuff. So oh, if you cool. if you want to donate, maybe get a hat or a, a strange weapon or something, you know. Go spend five bucks, two bucks, whatever the donation is, and help help you know kids who are who might not be long for this world out. 
With, uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's called uh, Hell March. Command and Conquer, Red Alert, Music, mm-hmm. Hell March. Fucking fantastic. I love that shit. Sounds about right. Oh my god, so great. The music in that game was awesome. Kane was such an over-the-top character. There's time travel. It was just terrible shit. It was bad. Bad writing, but fucking fantastic. Uh, you know, video game shit. <laughs> Classics. Yeah. Uh, Alright, guys. I think we've kind of made it to the end of the show. Uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in this week. Please send us letters at letters at xboxuncut.com and we'll read them on the show. Um, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, and I think we actually did pretty good. We did like an hour and a half, I believe, in podcast. Uh, I'm sorry about the podcast crashing about halfway through. Uh, we will definitely work on that yeah, as we move forward. Interesting. Uh, all I did is when I came, when TeamSpeak came back up, I just heard Eric laughing nonstop, and that, that's all I know. That's all I know. Son terrible. But uh, yeah, uh, the the song, the, the crash bit that I just downloaded that's going to be in the show is a howitzer gun <laughs> cannon. It's going to be great. That's that's the crash sound for the podcast from now on. It's going to be a howitzer exploding. It's going to be awesome. Kaboom. Uh, yep. Uh, so we will talk to you next week. I'm glad everybody tuned in this week. We appreciate all you subscribers. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we are working to get on uh, the Windows Phone Store. I know I've had requests. I'm trying my best. I've kind of emailed everybody. But Microsoft's really bad about like trying to get podcasts onto the Windows Phone Store. I really want to have... I really want to have it up there, honestly. Oh wait, I got I got news. I just checked the Windows Phone Store. Xbox is up there, baby. Woo-hoo! You can get you can get I just checked to see if it happened and guess what? It's all up there. It is now. You can subscribe to us. on Windows Phone. I think we should talk about this for like five minutes. Like I'm so proud. <laughs> you have no idea the work we put in to get in our podcast on this store. It has been a pain in the ass. So the sacrifices at night. Like iTunes, important. iTunes overall is pretty easy. But uh, and you know what? There's not a good explanation on how I did it. Uh, like online, so I'm just going to explain it real quick. If you write Microsoft at podcast at microsoft.com, give them your podcast details. They will take care of you. Uh, they are awesome. I appreciate you, Microsoft, for taking care of us and putting us on your on the store. Uh, I really enjoy being able to have our podcast on as many platforms as possible. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I love our community. You know, we have a good community. Given that nobody showed up for game night, you know, maybe we'll do, we're, we're going to have to do another one and see if we can test the waters. You know, you understand? Do a Titanfall one? No, no, not Titanfall. I think, I, I wish Michael had a fucking Xbox because I, I want to say Killer Instinct. <laughs> Yeah, you, I think that they're adding eight. They're, it's going to have eight people eight. in the lobby. Yeah, everybody can just go in a King of a Hill type match now. Yeah, awesome. I, I can't I, wait. I, I know that this that I know so much. I know so much about the game, but I'm going to start playing. I'm going to suck hard. Yes. it's going to be terrible because I've never played fighting games before. Like you that, could just so. play with Jago. You know, you'll get good real fast, man. But yes, I think our next game night. It's not going to be this week at all. I, I there's no possible way I could do it, guys. But, uh, you know what? I'm going to set a date. The 8th. The 8th. The 8th. April 8th. We will play... No, when does the Killer Instinct start? April 9th. April 9th. 
Damn it. All right. Well, April 9th, <laughs> we will do a Killer Instinct. We usually do Tuesdays. It's going to be a Wednesday. Fuck it. April 9th, we're going to do Killer Instinct, and you can watch how terrible I'm at the game. Uh, Micah will be watching us live stream, just because I'm an asshole, and we'll have some fun. No, huh? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in school Wednesday evening. Oh, okay. Well, he'll be in school. And with, with any with any luck, I will have just gotten there from work, maybe. Yeah, hopefully that'd be with awesome. Moving maybe. his way up to getting that please. Xbox One. Plus, Xbox but, Plus. Yes. Microsoft Plus. For Xbox Plus. <laughs> oh man, it's so sad. Michael has to beg. Fuck you, Eric. You had to. Shut the fuck up. I, I did. <laughs> now, look. There. This is what I'll say to that. There are people who don't, and there are people like me that did. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like the most fucked up comment I've heard. You could have just look, left it. Look, be. sometimes you got to walk over a bunch of homeless people every now and then. Oh, my God. You just called Michael a homeless person. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't. <laughs> Guys, we are out. Sometimes I can burn my hundreds. That's right. Peace out, people. Later. Poor bitch.